There was once a war going on hundreds of years ago in China. A civil war with two Chinese armies fighting each other. But back in the rural parts, in the countryside of China, there was peace and calm. In one of these villages in the country lived a farmer who owned a field. The farmer had one old horse that he used for tilling his field. One day the horse escaped off into the hills and didn't come back. And when all the farmer's neighbours heard about it, they sympathised with the old man over his bad luck. Bad luck, good luck. Who knows, said the farmer. A week later the horse returned with a herd of wild horses from the hills. And this time the neighbours congratulated the farmer on his good luck. You used to have one horse, but now you have a whole field of horses. Good luck, bad luck, who knows, said the farmer. The farmer's son decided to try and tame one of the horses so he could ride it. As he was attempting this one day, he fell off its back and broke his leg quite badly. All the neighbours came back and everybody agreed this was very bad luck. Not the farmer, who just replied, Bad luck, good luck, who knows? Two weeks later, the army marched into the village and forced every able-bodied young man to go and fight in the terrible civil war. When they saw that the farmer's son had a badly broken leg, they let him stay. They didn't want him with the broken leg. Everyone was happy at the farmer's good luck. Good luck, bad luck, who knows? Well, almost certainly not true, rather odd story, but you know, life can be a lot like that. Sometimes it seems like things are going well, and at other times things seem to be going really badly. And we can let those feelings dictate us and drive our whole outlook on life. When things are going well, we're happy, and we think God is with us. If they're going badly, we get discouraged and we think that God has somehow abandoned us. Basically, we can end up being tossed around by our circumstances. But the Apostle Paul wrote in Philippians 4 that he had learned to be content, even happy in all circumstances. He wrote, Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again, rejoice. Now you might say, well, that's all right for Paul, you know, but, you know, he wasn't on a beach. He wasn't watching a wonderful sunset and it wasn't Christmas. In fact, he was in a Roman jail when he wrote that. He rejoiced when things were bad and he rejoiced when things were going well. He knew, as he wrote in a letter to the Christians in Rome, we know that in everything God works for the good of those who love him. I guess it's the old glass half empty or half full thing, isn't it? I wonder how you are with that. So, for example, you might have two old ladies, both living in their homes, not very well, but well enough to be at home and sometimes pop out. The first old lady might say something like, My life's rubbish. Nobody visits me all day long. I'm all by myself and I don't feel well. The second old lady, in the same circumstances, might say, I'm so grateful I can live in my own house with no help. And it's wonderful I can walk to the shops to meet a few people and keep in touch. Same situation, but the second one has a glass that's half full. And there's another thing. Guess which one of those two old ladies people would rather go and visit? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, isn't it? That's when her glass, the second lady, 
is not just half full, but it's overflowing. So she has a glass which starts off half full, but then it becomes overflowing. And it only comes down to the way that she looks at things. When things happen at work, at school, at home, with your friends, we always have two choices. We can be negative and feel lousy and be driven by those things, or we can choose to stay positive and give thanks to God for everything that's right. Even including the things that are not right right now, we can thank him that he has the whole of your future in his hands, not just today, not just what you're looking at right now. That's not easy for some of us, and to be honest, I'm one of them. Some of us are naturally glass half empty people, but we can train ourselves. We can choose to give thanks anyway. It's hard and sometimes it's a bit weird. A few weeks ago, I remember I was in a traffic jam. I was in a big rush. I was not happy. I was getting very uptight, rather cross about the, the fact that I just couldn't move. But then I thought, why don't I just give thanks for me, for that person in that car, because he looks even more angry than I feel, for the holidays I've just had, that God's always in control, even, and even for this traffic jam, I'll give thanks. Seemed weird, but I did it, and five minutes later, I gave thanks again, that the thing I had given thanks for was now over. There's an old saying that today is the first day of the rest of your life. This year is the first year of the rest of your life. I don't care how old you are, five or 95, that's still true. It's still a great time to learn to give thanks.